1: Welcome to this week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined, as always, today by Jim and Alberto. How's it going, Jim?
0: Um, all is good, sir. Uh, you know, we're <laughs> finally into fall, which means cooler temperatures, and those of us in Indiana are appreciating um, the money savings of no air conditioning and no mm-hmm. heat right now, so it's not too bad. Yeah.
1: We've got the windows open ourselves right now, actually, <laughs> keeping, uh, keeping a little cooler down here in Texas. Alberto, what's new with you?
2: Uh, oh, finally eating at a semi-normal caloric level, so that's a that's that's nice. You know, I'm I'm feeling it. It's, it's feeling good to actually like you know go to bed not hungry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, the in the grand scheme of things, it it seemed to have worked. You know, I pretty much starved my hunger signals back into a semi-normal place, and then just kind of worked my way back up. And right now, I'm at just under 2,400 calories, and about 170 grams protein, 170 grams of fat, right around there. And that, uh, it seems to be working out well. I'm able to eat the goal as of right now is to eat like a thousand calories for breakfast or close to it, and then just eat the rest of it for dinner and just work through lunch like I was doing before. And it actually seems to be working really, really well. Yeah. But it also gives me a little wiggle room that if, you know, I want to grab a bag of pork rinds or something for lunch just to hold me over a cheesesteak or something that I got enough wiggle room to pull that off. But the idea now, uh, maintain at this caloric range for a while, I don't know how long, and then just use, my pre-workout shake, which is pretty much just a little bit of salt, protein, and MCT, and so like I'm not tracking that at all. So basically, out of my training days, that's what I use, and then I still track to my macros, which means I'm I'm like you know probably about 150 calories over on training days, and then on regular days I'm, I'm at my 2400 calories. So idea there being I, I should be at a very very slight surplus and hopefully gain a little bit of weight and not gain too much fat. And
1: yeah, that's the plan. Very cool. Very cool. I uh, I hear you say it's nice to go to bed not hungry, and I'm going. Uh, what have I announced? Whenever I <laughs> talk about October, of course, when this finally comes out, it's going to be mid mid October at the latest, and I'll be knee deep in my uh, carnivore keto cut myself. So we we shall see how things go. This should be interesting to say the least. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I need to do it. I need to push it. But um, I've. Uh, I'd be lying if I, I was saying anything other than the fact that I, I feel like I've been riding the struggle bus lately with, with staying both on plan and, and staying in a average caloric rate. There are days whenever I don't want to eat at all and other days that I I eat like crap ton of food. So I'm kind of in a weird spot myself, but I'll get there. I, I'll, I'll hit October 1st and I won't have many options. That's what I'm kind of – I'm intentionally painting myself into that into that corner. So –
0: I think a lot of people are um thought that the struggle bus would be like the polar express but it's not.
1: Nope. No.
0: <laughs> but we've we've all been on it. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And uh you know between work and just schedules like or the complete lack of schedule um it's been been just kind of kind of hard and I think we all feel it right now. I I really do think that that's a pretty universal thing. With uh, everything that we've been working on and dealing with on a uh, regular basis, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to having an element of um, an element of uh, structure. Da- structure, structure, daily goals, and things like that to hit that I I just kind of have to. And and I told the uh, we we did create a, a group chat for those that are, are joining the, the carnivore Kidio cut with us. I need to actually probably. Ha- I'm, I'm torn a little bit on, on whether I should or shouldn't extend it to the one-on-one group. I think whenever you're just getting started, going into a cut is probably the last thing that you need to do. Um, because it, 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 I think whenever you're just getting started, I think it's better to just focus on eat keto, uh, not how much keto, um, but we'll, uh. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I may extend it to them, but regardless, I I've got a group chat with all of us uh, that that have wanted to uh, be involved, and I told them flat out, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be posting to my Instagram. I'm going to be posting to my my uh, Duckman Keto Facebook page uh, on a regular basis, uh, daily basis, is what I told them, and so. That's kind of I'm setting myself up intentionally to have a pretty high standard of engagement. And I gave them permission to knock me over the head if I start being quiet, because that means that I'm probably not holding to the plan and I need to be reminded, hey, quit it. So that (laughs) is uh, that is what it is. So, um, so, yeah, what what uh, club business do we've got going on? Well, we got it. We got a baby in the family. Oh, yes, we do. Just start
2: that with the shout out. uh, Yeah. Rd and I know his real name. I just can't call him his real name because I met him as Rd. <laughs> Rd Carvel uh, had a, had a little baby. Yep, yep. He looks like it's healthy, and uh, he's you know his his uh, so far the the lack of sleep hasn't uh, you know affected him much. Not, so not yet. He's still, he's still posting jokes, and he's still trying to find decent hospital food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see where where that goes. And uh, yeah. Like says, what was this? He hopes in his lifetime he sees this crap purge from hospital menus, and it's a picture of smart balance buttery spread, which is a hundred percent vegan mm-hmm. and gluten free, and helps support healthy cholesterol levels. Yeah, because they know what healthy cholesterol levels
1: are. We really do need to get uh, Dave Feldman on here and dig into all of that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's just one of those things that i he, he he's doing great he uh, he said that he's going to be getting meat cookies from mcdonald's if he needs them and uh doing a little shopping at, at h-e-b on one of his other posts so he, when he's uh, got
2: he's got another kid so he, he knows what he's in for yeah he, he just does. in for 100% more of it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much pretty much um so yeah i'll do my shout out here real quick um i am going to shout out one of our 101 members he has done a phenomenal job of uh, transforming his life uh, from, uh, from June. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me just read it here real quick. This is uh, about Ricky. And I started Lazy Keto in June of 2018, started mostly carnivore and fasting. June 2019, I think. I went from 415 to 188 in 20 <laughs> months. That's insane. Um, from June 2018 to February 2020, I haven't been below 188, and I generally hover uh, around 200 pounds now. I wouldn't say strict carnivore, but pretty close. I'd say 20 to 60 carbs a week, depending on my alcohol consumption. I have zero time for the in the gym. I am still shedding excess skin, uh, but the skin is done fantastic. All things considered, uh, fasting helps with that. I only eat once a day, Monday through Friday, usually, uh, and twelve to si- uh, twelve p.m. to six p.m. Friday or Saturday and Sunday. Sometimes I'll eat at ten a.m. on the weekends, and some days I'll end up eating twice between twelve and six. I stuff myself on the weekends. I can eat five or six pounds of meat in a sitting, and I eat another pound in two hours. However, my uh, usual is three to four pounds, of, uh, and sometimes I'll get full from two, uh, though not often. Haven't been active in a while. Figured it's time. Have a good week. And he posted some amazing transformation pics. Yes, you can see the loose skin, but you know, from the guys that I know online, uh, that loose skin is a trophy to a degree because that's just a sign that you've made some amazingly huge changes in your. Uh, in your physique and your body shape and in probably a very short amount of time to where the skin hasn't had the chance to rebound. He also has another pick. And this one is the one that is uh, more telling to me is uh, it's him on the couch. In the first picture you've got the shirt that doesn't fit the shorts that don't fit and the baby that barely sits on the knees, let alone on the lap. And then the next picture is him sitting there probably with the same child, just a year or so older Sitting full on on the lap, the shirt fits, the shorts fit, and you can tell that it's just a completely different uh, person. Uh, you, if it wasn't being posted by the same person and if it didn't have the same background, uh, you'd, you'd question if it, was, if it was photoshopped or something. It, it's really just that much of a transformation. So good on you, Ricky. Uh, we need to move you from the 101 group because you are definitely not 101, that's for sure. Um, you're a veteran by now. Jim, who's your shout-out?
0: My shout-out is to a Canadian member, um, Shane Simmerd. He lives up in uh, British Columbia. He's a forestry engineer, husband, dad, all the good stuff. And he put not only a couple of really cool photos of some beautiful Canadian scenery, but um, some awesome-looking salmon. And fresh salmon is actually kind of a favorite thing of mine, and uh when I saw that, I was like, holy cow, this looks legit. And um he's uh, you know, pre- preparing it for the freezer to enjoy a later date and whatnot. But um just one of those uh kind of reminders that yeah, there's all kinds of great stuff in the uh the meat shop, the butcher shop, what have you. But if you have the opportunity to go out and maybe catch your own thing, and we haven't really talked much I mean, we've talked about fish on the show, but not so much about fishing. Um Shane might be your guy to go to so uh kudos to him for some awesome catches up in uh Canada. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Our friend Yogi who's been on the podcast before and uh, who's uh doing amazing things with uh trucker style cooking out there right now he uh has dropped his new podcast called the fatty joe show uh he has released the first five episodes uh yesterday uh which is all of his like his top five influencers including our friend danny vega uh ted Naaman, and other big names they he got to sat down with all of them and and got to interview with them and uh I'm I'm expecting that that Jim and Alberto will get their call if they haven't already. But I I, I my episode is going to drop with him in early November, so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. We spent a good uh, time getting to uh, chat and talk about testosterone replacement and how it plays into health. Uh, it, you know, we we actually we did touch on the keto stuff, but that really wasn't our focus, and it was about men's health and and optimization and it was a great great chat and Yogi's great people um so it was uh it was really great to get to be able to contribute to to what they're doing but um i uh, uh just go out look up the fatty joe show and uh definitely give it a listen give it a subscribe because that's another one uh that you'll learn some things from and i'm confident you'll also be able to uh to get to, to just enjoy, have enjoyable conversations if nothing else. So, um, that being said, any other, sh- uh, business, I-, I think, um, it's probably safe to say that we're continuing to, um, make final preparations for a, um, shirt drop by the type this, uh, shirt or merch drop actually more accurately, since we're going to do some different categories this next time. Um, it, we, uh, We are working on trying to get that out so that we can get uh, pre-orders in and then get that done and ready for folks for the holiday season if we possibly can. So stay tuned for more information. If you're hearing this when it's airing initially, um, watch for announcements there in the group. We don't want you to miss it. Uh, So that's that. Um, Anything else, Jim? Anything else to mention?
0: No, I mean, I think, you know, numbers keep growing and everything, especially in the 101 Club. And uh grateful for everybody that, you know, puts up things on uh Mondays and sharing their menus or Transformation Tuesday. I actually didn't put up a Transformation Tuesday official post this week because once I got to the point where I was going to put it up there, like mid-morning, guys were already starting mm-hmm. to do the stuff. So it's yep. kind of like, all right, It, it they, the system runs itself. Yes,
1: it does. It knows the... uh it, it knows the, uh, the, the, the guys know the way that it, it should go. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's cool. Okay. So, uh, we do have a guest this week. We're excited about this. JJ is one of our members and, and has, uh, a pretty decent size following both on Instagram and on, um, and and on Facebook in general, he's a really really intelligent but hilarious guy. So you know a lot of people see him as the jokester, but I think we're going to find out that there's a little bit of something else beyond uh, the jokester that he uh, that he's portrayed for a while. And I'm I'm looking forward to getting to dig into some of that. JJ, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we always start out just with some really basics. Who are you? Where do you live? You don't have to give a street address, but, you know, region works. Uh, and then um, tell us a little bit about who you were, you know, personality wise growing up and and that type of thing. We don't have to dig into the health stuff quite yet, uh, but give us a, a basic intro. All
3: right. Um, well, my name is JJ uh, on the Internet. I am known as Freak. Um, I am from Indiana, but I say Chicago because it sounds a little bit less. You know, watch Bill it, Billy. Watch I it. Mean, you are not even 90
0: seconds in, and you're <laughs> already. Jeez. I'm just saying, like,
3: and I mean, I'm I'm very glad that someone else thinks I'm intelligent because I think I'm a genius. But I I just I'm not just memes and sarcasm. I'm also horribly petty. So just I mean, there's there's lots of levels to the just bullheadedness that I have, but um. I would say that, um, well, like I said, I'm out here in Indiana. I am a steel mill worker. I am a new student. Well, returning student. I am going for my doctorate in clinical psychology. I forgot if I told you guys that, but yeah, I'm going for the, I'm going for broke. Work's paying for it. So I said, you know what? Let's just use all their money. Mm -hmm. And I would like to be Dr. Freak if possible. (laughs) And know the minute... The minute I get that diploma, I'm going to make sure everyone calls me doctor. So I am counting down. I did not realize that there would be that much homework involved to get this. I really kind of figured they're just going to throw it at me like once. You're like, (laughs) okay, you tried. Good job. But like, there's a lot. I mean, like a lot of homework and stuff. And I've kind of forgot about how much fun that was on top of shift work, on top of trying to work out, on top of, you know, everything else. But um, it's good. I'm using my brain for, you know, good stuff now instead of just posting horrible things on the Internet. So that's kind of good. I'm sure some people miss it. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. I'm giving them a little bit of a break.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things your your page will come up on on my feed. And and sometimes I'll be on the phone with the customer when that happens (laughs) and I have to like work. You know, flip over backwards, trying not to let myself uh, bust out in 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 either a groan or laughing fit because of the the audacity of the posts that you were sharing at the time. So So that's a good word. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because that's usually what it is. It's it's usually just so audaciously out there. It's like I want to laugh, but it feels bad to ah so yeah
3: that's that's pretty much my shtick so i mean i know where i'm supposed to be in the world and audacity shenanigans rabble rousing all that that's just what i was put on this earth to do so i will continue (laughs) to do that very cool well (laughs) um childhood wise mm -hmm. just i mean it had to be a hell of a childhood for me to turn out the way i did so we won't get into it too much but i mean i have been in indiana for forever and it's not as bad as everyone puts you know as everyone makes it out to be but i mean it is indiana and i technically do have a cornfield in my backyard so i mean i just i'll deal with it it's okay it's not it's not that bad Stop making indiana out to be like cornfields even though it's mainly cornfields <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. well the closer you get to chicago the stronger that bias is so i mean if you're, if you're like and exactly right there then, i mean yeah, like
3: then, i i mean I, the way the way i drive i can be there in like 30 minutes so that's why i can claim chicago i say i can because i know people that live an hour away they're like i am from chicago it's like no you're from schaumburg you don't get to say that
2: <laughs> <laughs> i live in schaumburg but yeah
3: i grew up pretty much i was um i was that kid for a while then i was a gym bro for a long time my dad was a gym bro so i kind of learned um you know even back in the day my dad had like the solo flex and all that so even when we were kids we played on uh on the solo flex you're not supposed to but we did anyways like we would just i mean we were throwing weights around me and my little brother would beat the hell out of each other with whatever we can find so i'm very i kind of grew up in the gym both my parents would go to the gym all the time like we were the kids that would have to be in the little like daycare center at the gym. So that's always kinda of been in my blood, even when I had, you know, my chunkier days and then even to now. So it's kinda it's kind of my go-to. That's kind of why it's kind of weird that I've ended up kind of where I am right now, where I'm not actually in the gym. I'm in my backyard, which again, still a little new for me. But um I think we're kind of getting used to a lot of this new not new normal but i mean it kind of is pretty much just
1: new yeah Yeah, it's all just new and that that totally um you're you're rocking it out you're you're definitely one of those uh that (laughs) i'm thankful that you that you post those workouts and that you share those videos and and all of that because it really um uh really is one of those things that i i see those posts and i see the consistency and i go Dang, I really should be doing something.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, even for the people that don't comment on them, like you see the consistency day after day after day after day. And then, you know, it gets noticed. You might not think it does, but people notice things like that.
3: I mean, it's really weird because I just, I really did. I post my workouts. I mean, it's very obvious I'm a narcissist, but I post the workouts really for me because it is, it started off as, I do not want to see myself working out. I make the ugliest faces. I don't, I'm probably not doing it right. I'm probably just looking like a fool, but at least my shoes are cute, but <laughs> I'm still going to post it anyways, to the point where like my first couple of videos, I'm pretty sure I was, I think I actually uh, DMed Chris saying like, I just post this video, I'm freaking out. I look like, yes. I don't understand, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, but then if, if you remember, then the next day I posted the next one, mm-hmm in a better outfit. And I was like, okay, I like this. one." So it really is (laughs) a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent the outfit. Like everything's got to match up and then I feel better. Hmm. But I really do like, if you were to tell me a year ago that I would be outside, first off, I don't do outside. I enjoy air conditioning. I have the worst (laughs) lungs in the world. I have hay fever. I don't like bugs, which today I literally had to fight with like two wasps as I'm just trying to get this damn set out and I was already, I was already dying, but I mean, they just would not leave me alone. And I'm like, I thought we had an understanding I'm outside now. Like, yeah, I'm in your house, but it's my backyard. Like you're not paying the mortgage here. I am. So like we have to figure something out here, but yeah, if you were to tell me a year ago, I'd be posting workouts. Like every time I do them, I'd be like, sure. Okay. Must be some other guy. Could would wouldn't be me. Couldn't be me. I can't be one of those douchebags that, Oh, look at me. I work out. Look at me in my backyard, and here I am.
2: Yeah, that's good, man. That's good.
0: Yeah, cool. So, what 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 are your numbers like? What's your height? What's your weight currently? You you talked about being a bigger guy at one point than being a gym bro and whatnot. So, give us a little bit. Yeah,
3: okay. I'm not. I'm comfortable with that as long as long we don't cover age. That's fine. I'll go over (laughs) how how big I was, but we're not going there. Um, my highest weight that I ever was, and (laughs) I did not realize it was going to be a little difficult to say, but I don't think I've actually said it out loud, but my highest weight was 330 pounds. So I'm six foot one and it was very much like, uh, it was just one of those things where I really, even now. So right now my last, the last time I got on the scale was September 1st and that was like 220 pounds. I'm pretty sure I'm only weighing myself once a month now. Um, I'm almost positive I'll be at 215 I'll put out in the universe I'll be 215 so that's I hit my 100 mark that's pretty much what I wanted to get to so now I'm kind of in that spot where I don't know if I want every other day I want to cut then then I want to bulk up then I can't decide right now but um it's been pretty much I want to stay a little bit over 2 years now that I have been uh keto um keto carnivore you know fasting and all that stuff all the good stuff um but yeah, that's pretty much, and I would really say it, the last year was kind of rough because I had injuries and I had all this other stuff going on. Um, so most of my weight came off on that first year. But this last one, when I found the mace training and all that is when kind of, that was my little like aha moment where the everything, all the puzzle pieces went together and the last of it came off. And then I didn't weigh myself all summer and I ended up losing like, I think I accidentally got on the doctor's scale and I was like, all right, don't tell me, but just, you know, give me a little wink. Like if it's okay. And he's just like, you lost 36 pounds. I'm like, I would fire you right now. Cause I just said, don't tell me, but, <laughs> <laughs> and he was, he was, this is a new doctor. And he was just like, so all you eat is meat. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, and you go some days without eating. And I'm like, yeah. And he gave me that look like, oh, okay. And I was like, okay, you'll see, you'll see.
1: Yeah, that would be a, a conversation that that not a lot of doctors see every day. Whether they approve or not, they're probably going, "Oh, okay, yeah, you're, you're kind of weird," but yeah. you know, with a tag of freak, that's kind of you know to be expected. So what? Um, so let's talk about the origin of all of that a little bit like you you got up to to that weight, and what was it that was your enough is enough i've got to do something moment
3: um well i i had so many health issues going on like i had i had three herniated discs on my back from lifting up a garage door that the spring broke and i didn't realize that uh, the spring was broke. So I was like, look at me. I go to the gym. I can lift this up easy. And then there went that. And I've had an old man back since then. Um, and the heavier I got, I don't know why like I couldn't put two and two together, but it was like, hmm, maybe carrying around an extra hundred so pounds is making your back worse. So my back would, I would injure my back every time. Like I would still go to the gym. I mean, I was 330 pounds still going to the gym, but I just, I wasn't figuring out why. And I had really bad inflammation. Um, I was having wrist issues. I still kind of have wrist issues, but, um, I would have to get like injections in my wrist. Like I was having neck injuries. Like I just kept on getting hurt from the gym pretty much. But, um, I just, I couldn't figure out this inflammation thing. And I have a nutrition background. My originally I was going to school to become an exercise physiologist and nutrition, all that. Um, so I'm like a nutrition nerd. So I found this book called Deep Nutrition uh, by Dr. Catherine Shanahan. It's very much like the ancestral health, you know, bone broth, no uh, vegetable oils, no processed oils, you know, eat uh, liver and meat and all that. And something just kind of told me, all right, read this one. And I read it cover to cover. And, well, audiobook, I cheated. But, you know, I don't have an attention span, so... It works um but uh so i read that book and the next day i just said i'm good like i can i can do this i can just eat meat i can just eat bone broth you know i can stick to cut out sugar cut out wheat cut out you know all this stuff and i want to say the first month or so i started feeling like it, it didn't hurt anymore like my wrists weren't hurting my back wasn't as bad And I got on the scale and I'm like, oh, you lost like 30 pounds. Like that's, that's big. Like, cause I would always, my weight, once I got to, I want to say for a good 10 years, my weight would just go up and down and up and down. And I can honestly say this is the first time I actually just went all the way down and I'm able to maintain it. And I'm pretty, pretty confident that I don't think I'm going anywhere. I think if anything, I'll be getting better. So that's pretty much, I mean, but since that day, I've always been like, you would, you'd have to like put a knife to my throat to have me eat any kind of like vegetable oil you know there's so many things that i can tell like when i do have carbs i can feel it immediately in my wrists i can feel my knees start to just everything starts to get achy again it's just i mean the keto diet works for some people but it really works for some people and i guess i'm just a caveman i can just eat meat and literally just eat like chicken skin and all that good stuff pork rinds you name it and i'm good to go like i used to think i was lactose intolerant like i eat so much cheese it's not even funny now so it really was just that like ice cream like sugar with the lactose is what i can't have but normal everything else i can have but it was all just came down to sugar doesn't work for me processed oils don't work for me carbohydrates just don't work for me
2: yeah kind of the same way like i, I quite literal Lee, as far as the, the lactose thing and the cheese and everything else, like it was for a long time and cheese would just destroy me. And I think it was the exact same thing you're saying. It was just a combination of, of the cheese and the sugar and the grains. Because even now, you know, Noah's a year and a half old, so he's he's been on whole milk for a while. So like every once in a while I'm like gonna test these waters and I'll just take the tiniest sip of like a whole milk and just kind of do nothing for like thirty minutes to kind of see what's gonna happen and, and I don't think I've ever drank it enough to see if I'm gonna get any kind of a reaction to it. I don't think I ever will. But I, I can recall a time where that that little tiny sip right there would have probably been a death sentence for me. And right that's that, that that's would be changing now. Yep.
1: So let's uh so you 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 got on the keto train, you you found that it worked for you, you're not going back, you're you're full on carnivore at this point. Uh what um what did you find surprising early on?
3: Um well like I said, the it really was like it sounds douchey to say, like, I'm not on, I'm on keto just for the health benefits. I'm not doing it to lose weight, but really that is kind of how I started off. But so as soon as I, my injuries weren't, uh, I wasn't getting flare ups or anything from my back. So I was just, I had so much energy and I'm just like, this is nuts. Like, cause when I would eat carbs before, I mean, I would be that guy where I would just fall out on the couch, like just be snoring. And now, I mean, it's very much, I'm wide awake and I have so much energy. And the lower, the more weight I took off, just the more energy I got. And that's why I think towards the end, like when I was real close to being done, that's when I found the mace training and that's when I found like just the energy to do it. And now I just get so full of energy that I don't believe it because I was very much, even now I have to be careful how much caffeine I drink because I just don't need it anymore. Like, and it it sounds like a real like cheesy, like I'm on this diet, and I don't need this anymore, it's like, but I kind of don't like I have to now it's to the point where if I have too much caffeine, I'm sitting here like, all right, I'm gonna go post dumb things on Facebook for two hours straight, like no no one needs that, so like I just just the amount of energy I have and just the uh, just having the no injuries and just having the energy is enough on top of that, but just kind of to know that this is what I'm supposed to do, like I am gonna be one of those guys that has to be keto for life, and it's one of those. I want to I don't if you give me carbs like I mean I have to even say even today I was in the grocery store and they had these cookies I used to love and I'm like I want that right now and I'm like but I'm not because there's no point like yeah I'm already made it to my goal weight and where I want to stay but I know I'm gonna feel like crap the next day so it's like can I cuss am I allowed to cuss
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we try to keep it to a minimum
3: all right. I just, I want to check because usually, I mean, I'm cussing up a storm. So just know the amount of work it's just to keep my mouth <laughs> and <angelic laughs> right now. All good. That, yeah. Okay. But you're uh, doing great. But it yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Today was just, I mean, I'm, and I mean, I'm kind of at that point where I could just, you know, if I want to eat carbs, I can, but it's just, I don't want to. I got stuff to do. I have homework to do. Like, I can't even imagine homework on carbs. Like, I would just, I mean, words, reading words makes me sleepy anyways. So just to know, to, be, to do homework on carbs just sounds like a nightmare.
0: So you mentioned um, something, and I, I want to get into it at some point, and maybe now is not the right, right time, but the mace. Mm-hmm. Not, the, uh, not the spray stuff that women carry in their purses and spray into the bad guy's eyes or anything. But this <laughs> mace is a pretty remarkable thing. Um, So I kind of want to get the full story here of where you got it, why you were interested in it, how many times you've thumped your head with it accidentally, <laughs> um, you know, kind of the whole story
3: behind this thing. Okay, well, first off, don't jinx me because I'm already clumsy as it is. I have not hit myself in the head, but I've hit myself just my beautiful, beautiful legs are just bruised to shit because mm, I just, <laughs> they are bruised to You say shiitake mushrooms. Okay, shiitake mushrooms, even <laughs> though we don't we don't have to eat vegetables anymore. Um <laughs> That's another thing, too. I am so happy to know I don't have to eat vegetables anymore. I went through so – I used to have to force myself to eat these smoothies and acai bowls and just – I would have to – I'm spending so much money in – nasty vegetables that I'm just, I know are going to go bad in the fridge. And now to know, like, of course, when you tell your mother, oh yeah, I haven't had a vegetable in like six months, she looks at you like, my child is going to die. But like, I mean, just to know that, I mean, there's so many things that you grow up thinking you have to eat this, you have to eat that. And it's like to know, no, I'm actually fine just eating this entire hunk of cheese and, you know, some chicken skin and I'm good to go. Like, that's just, just to know that makes you feel great. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. It is. Um, but yeah, so to the Mace thing. Uh, Instagram, as usual, gets me. It makes me buy so many things I don't need. That $2,000 skateboard that almost killed me. Um, it made me buy that. But one day, I was just looking on there, and I was looking up. I was getting into kettlebell training. Um, I kind of like the whole uh unconventional like kettlebells and all that stuff and kind of the i had to deal with balance issues so i was looking up you know unilateral training all that um so then i saw somebody swinging this mason and i'm like you know what that looks dangerous i want to try that so (laughs) i love it uh, so i kind of looked around and i'm like hey like that i mean that does look kind of interesting and this this was like i want to say like i want to say september november And so I went and looked around online and I'm like, and I see they've got like 10 pound maces that are, you know, somewhat cheap. But then I looked and I'm like, oh, this one you can fill up with sand. You can make it up to 40 pounds. And of course I'm a dumb gym bro. So I'm thinking, oh, 10 pounds, what's that? I want one that goes up to 40 pounds. So I go get this gigantic steel mace that is fillable. Um, And her name is Big Bertha. She is huge. I used her today. Um, And she has a, you have to fill it with sand on the side and it's got this big like, lug nut on the side that I literally scraped the hell out of myself with today. So I'm like, Thank big birth, I got another scar from you now. Um, so I got that. And then I'm looking, I'm watching these videos online. You can go like the hashtag steel mace and you can see a bunch of people working out with it and just I'm like, this is real interesting. And I happen to see this guy that was a trainer named Danny Cola and he was in Chicago. And I'm like, that's you know that's weird that there's so few people in this community but they have one so near. And just so happened that he was having like a seminar um, like a month from then. And I'm like, I'm definitely not that guy that goes to like workout seminars. But then something said, maybe you should be for once. So I said, you know what, just go do it. I don't drive on my own to Chicago because I get lost. So I'm used to my chauffeur taking me. But I said, I'm going out to this. I'm going to do it. I showed up. I was nervous as hell. I was still just. Like I showed up and they kind of knew each other. So they had maces out and I'm like, okay, this is a smaller one. I could deal with this. And it was great. Like, I just, I'm still, I'm very, very thankful that I found him and that I actually went and that I, you know, I for once didn't listen to what my brain said and, and I went and did it. And ever since then, I've been obsessed. I made him, um, he, me and him started talking and then he said he wanted to be my trainer. And so I hired him for, we worked with each other for about three months he pretty much taught me everything i know and then i told him like you know i think i can do this i think i can i could actually start mace training so then i went online and i um i did uh my mace training certification so now i am officially a mace trainer we won't get into why i don't have that certificate yet because that's a whole podcast in its own but i am certified and just i even have a client now i have i've uh, been working with her for a month now she comes over every thursday and i'm like i warned her i am brand new i have never trained anybody um hopefully you know i don't have insurance so don't get hurt please um just but she's she loves it so i mean i'm very much i've just become that guy where i want everyone to do this i think it's great so now i have the steel mace i have i got um i took a kettlebell course so i'm sort of a net um So just I'm all in when it comes to the unconventional training where Indian clubs, that's what my hammers are. They just are in the shape of hammers, but that's pretty much Indian club. Um, I like those. I need to work with those some more. Um, But pretty much just steel mace, kettlebells and uh, my Indian club hammer things is pretty much all I need. And I mean, I'm in my backyard as much as I can now. And winter's coming. That's going to be real interesting because like I've worked out in the rain i've worked out in tornadoes didn't realize it was a tornado until it was a little too late um but welcome to <laughs> but uh i mean i've been out there when it was 100 degrees out so snow is going to be interesting i'm gonna have to figure something out with that but uh i'm very excited to just keep going and i mean every day i can feel like even today i've never used big Bertha to do some of the exercises i did today so really every day i'm doing something different and it was ugly workout. I made some ugly faces, but I still posted it. And just this is kind of what I do now. This is just, this is my new normal where I just, I have a new outfit, but I'm doing new exercises and I'm making up my own workouts now and everything's just in my favor right now. So I'm going to keep going with this because this just feels right.
0: So a mace, for those who aren't quite getting the visual with it, is basically a stick with a bowling ball type. Round thing on one end, correct?
3: Yeah. Well, mine is just ridiculous. Like Big Bertha, really. Just it's not supposed to be that huge. Like a normal mace is kind of just you're more like a softball at the end of a stick, so it's a little bit easier to swing around, move around. It's not as cumbersome as Big Bertha, but Big Bertha gets the job done. Big Bertha is when I and I still use my little ten pounder, and it's funny because when you tell somebody, oh, it's 10 pounds, they look at you like, oh, it's just 10 pounds. It's like when you're swinging that around and when you have to balance with that and just the amount of like your brain has to stabilize, like you're doing something that seems normal, just like a like a shoulder press, but you you've got 10 pounds on one side and then nothing on the other. So just you're you can feel your whole body kind of like, OK, this is not normal. This is how we should be doing this. So and it just. It just feels right. And then you end up kind of like if you have imbalances, you can feel it kind of fixing that. And it's funny because my client that I'm working with, she's a hairdresser, so she has to have her shoulder up high. That's her, she calls it her blow drying hand. And when I'm training her, I can actually see one arm is higher than the other. So that makes me see like, okay, so we need to work on that. I want to get that, I want to get that imbalance fixed. So actually she's kind of doing the perfect thing where you're doing something that makes you Kind of off center, so it's going to make that muscle kind of correct itself, and you know how your posture is. So it's just, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's still, it's getting kind of, it's getting more popular because even my mom was like, oh yeah, my, uh, my boss is telling me he was looking that, and then I told him, oh yeah, my son does that. So it's getting around. I think you're going to see it more. And I mean, I'm certified now, so if I go find like a CrossFit gym, I could be like, hey guys, I can do this, so let's get some maces in here. I mean, I'm sure someone will jump into it.
2: Oh, I guarantee 100% they would. I mean, those things have always intrigued me. I just haven't pulled the trigger on one. But your videos have uh, definitely got me thinking about it.
3: I mean, that's, a, that's the weird thing, too, It's that I'm in my backyard. I love, like, I was such a gym bro. I, I still miss it some days. But it really is just insane to know that I haven't been in a gym since pre-COVID. And even before that, I was kind of, I really did. I found this, the when I got my mace in the mail, was right before they started shutting cities down where like when I went to that little seminar, he had to uh, he had to Clorox wipe the maces just to be safe. Cause that's right when it first started. And now, you know, you can't get any kind of exercise equipment, like good luck. Um, but I happened to get my mace and my clubs right when it started. And then we couldn't go to the gym anyway. So I'm like, well, you have literally like two maces here and two hammers and kettlebells. You might as well do something with them. So just to know that it's, I mean, it's been eight months now since then. And I'm still getting great workouts where like I'm getting even, I mean, I can't, I looking at myself, I would say I'm putting on more muscle or just, you know, I'm losing more weight just coming, showing off more. But, um, I could definitely feel like, I mean, just, the just the workouts I'm doing are just using the same equipment that I've had. So, I mean, if someone's working out at home, even if not i mean i'd recommend it and just it's fun like when i'm training her i have to be like oh i'm sp- i forgot i was supposed to be watching you because i i'm doing them with her because it's just it's fun for me like i like swinging around
2: oh that's great man That that is great so switching gears a little bit does a what does an average day of eating look like for you
3: <laughs> well i am very much a faster now like i do it without even thinking i very i like one meal a day um I work shift work and um, it's funny. I used to be one of those. I used to be a real big faster. Like my Instagram name was like keto fasting freak for a while. It changes like every year. It seems like, um, but I really was, I think the longest fast I ever did was uh, like 120 hours, which is like five days. Um, and which wasn't bad at all. Um, but I was, I'm a recovering binge eater. Like when I was, that's what got me up to my highest weight was binge eating. So To know that I can go a day without eating, like just blows my mind and it kind of breaks down all that. Like I'm dismantling all that stuff that my brain was telling me. Like, no, you don't. Like if you're hungry, you may be hungry because you're pissed off at something you read online or something going on with work. Like you don't need to run to food for it. So I very much fast. I pretty much eat once a day. Um, I've, I've always been lazy keto. I've always been. I mean, I try and track my calories, it just, it never works. Cause I mean, when you just, I just, I'll grab salami, just a handful of salami, just eat that. And just like half rotisserie chicken. Like, I don't want to weigh that. It's just, it just, it it doesn't work out for me, but I'd say my calories stay right at about 2000. And then, like I said, when I want to get down more, I'll fast a little bit more. When I work doubles and stuff, I will not eat in that nasty, that lovely steel mill. <laughs> um, so and I mean, if you've ever been to a steel mill it's it's known for its clen- cleanliness and just how great it smells, but um, I will not eat there, and I've never eaten there. I think like and I've worked there for way too long, but it it helps with the fasting and if I work a double like a sixteen hour shift, and then I have to go back in eight hours, I just make that a twenty four hour fast because it makes it easier and then i For me, like what took out the most weight was when I did 48 hour fast. So I called it one meal every other day. Um, And that was pretty much just, I mean, I would pretty much not eat. I I drink tea a lot. Like I'm, I'm that, that douche that drinks tea all day, but uh, I can drink tea and it makes me not hungry. And then I just, the next day I'll eat pretty much that night and it'll just be, you know, I can live on ribeyes and keto ice cream. And that's still the exact same way I am now where it's just like my freezer is nothing but keto ice cream and steak. And that's, I could die happy eating that way. Um, but I'll, I'll switch it up every once in a while. But for the most part, I just, it's once a day. Um, and then once in a while I'll try and, I mean, I try and switch it up as much as I can, but that just, it works for me just to eat once a day very much when I get home from work. Nice. Awesome.
1: So what, um, what, what has family said through all of this? And and maybe maybe if you roll it back, what were they saying when you were you were heaviest? And what are they saying now that you've gone off the uh, the keto slash carnivore deep end?
3: Okay. Well, um, when I was when I was bigger, I no one said anything to me because most of my family is scared of me, but um, as they should be. But they. No one said anything because I didn't even really notice. And I think that's one of the weirdest things where I just kind of always figured, you know, yeah, my clothes are I'll just buy more clothes. You know, just I'd never kind of it's a really weird place to go because I never really noticed I got fat, And it wasn't until I look at pictures and we'll look back and I'm like, that doesn't even look like me. Like I never even really thought about it. Now, of course, through those 10 years where I was at my heaviest, my space angles helped a lot. Like I would, of course, pick the one that doesn't show the double shin, but it wasn't like no one said anything to me. I really didn't think anything of it, and it wasn't till I kind of i mean I wouldn't even call it denial. it was just I was just kind of doing my thing and didn't really think about it. But then, when I started the keto, I started dropping weight real fast, and again, I really didn't there's even days now where I'm like, oh yeah, like I lost a hundred pounds like kind of forgot about that, and I haven't gotten to uh the psychology class yet that will help me figure out what exactly that is and why my brain has done that but i'll I'll let you guys know whenever i do an update but uh yeah it's just when i started losing the weight everyone was giving me compliments and even now like at work i'm sure everyone that is on my my crew hates me because every time i see someone that hasn't seen me in like a year or so they're all like you lost so much weight i don't believe it and then they of course they ask how i do it and i'm like i just eat meat all day and then some days don't eat and then they look at me like i'm a weirdo more than usual and it's just i mean that's just how it is and again you know if you tell family that you just eat meat they look at you like all right sure jj but again if you guys have seen me and you've seen my personality they're kind of used to that so this is just another weird thing i'm doing but um my mom got on keto uh with me and she's doing well and like i told everybody like you know if if this works for me kind of genetically speaking it's probably going to work for you so you should give it a shot so i got my mom on board she's doing good with it she loves it um and just i've had nothing but just positivity from this and it's just it's very weird because i again like a year or so ago two years plus whatever i never would have thought that i would be here but I'm really glad that I did. And I really just think that's one thing that, uh, my trainer, Danny Cola would tell me the whole time. Like you are exactly where you need to be. And I really think keto came in my life when it was supposed to, the mace came in my life and it was supposed to school came in my life and it was supposed to. So I think I'm just going to ride this and keep going with it.
0: Tell me about your family. You mentioned that your mom is doing keto, uh, brothers, sisters, you know, folks, do they, do they, have they had weight issues or anything like that? And
3: Um, you... I want to say there, it's kind of a mixed bag where, um, you know, like most families were very, you know, when there's get togethers, it's very food centric. And, you know, I, when I was bigger, I had a cupcake business. So I was, I was literally like saying, Hey, or have some straight butter and sugar. Like that's, that's how we express love. Um, but Um, like it's been an issue. My little brother is having, um, issues as well, which he's now kind of, I'm in coach mode. So I've been helping him through it. And he also has amazed, my mom has amazed. So I'm very much like, okay, I can help others so I can help my family too. Um, and pretty much I'm, I'm secretly trying to get my little brother to go keto. I know it's just, he's very much in his meal prep. You have to do this. You have to have, chicken broccoli rice and i'm like oh i did that it wasn't fun i just please don't do that like it's so bad just 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 eat a whole rotisserie chicken you'll feel so much better um (laughs) but so i'm slowly planting the seed with him like i said my mom's doing good my um i don't know my other family but the rest of my family members they just they're kind of they're very much kind of in the spot of you know this is how we are but they definitely noticed that, you know, a big change in me. I just don't know if they are ready to, uh, you know, necessarily jump on it as hard as I did.
1: Let's let's talk a little bit about how you found the group, maybe. And what role the, the group has played for you as, as you've been going through this uh, health journey and and things like that, because I think you play a role in other people's lives, maybe more than you think. Think, think you do. But what role has the group played in yours?
3: Yeah, I mean, it really is. I, I didn't really think about it till people actually start reaching out to me, and telling me that I'm helping them and that, you know, just the motivation I'm giving people. And then again, I'm like me, like I'm just like I was that guy that was like, I need motivation from other people. But when I first um, I jumped on keto train, I went on uh Instagram and started, you know, I made a keto page and all that. And then I found the, I found you guys pretty early, like right when I first started. So then I joined the group and then I'm like, okay, this, you know, this works out. Like we're all, you know, everyone's, you know, positive. We're all helping each other. And so I started posting and I'm like, I'm actually getting like, you know, positive feedback and, you know, I'm getting lots of support. So then, um, I just kept coming back. And then even now, like the, the more weight I lost, um, you know, I'd make friends, I made friends with all you guys and just, you know, it just became like, you know, it, it feels like, I, I mean, I know you guys for like two years now and it just feels like, you know, this is just, this is our support group. And I never would have thought again, that I would be that guy that just, you know, want to, sh- you know, share my workouts and all that. But I just, I would, I'm getting such, a positive response from everybody that it just helped. And when I don't post, people are like, you know, you're doing all right. We haven't seen you in a while. And it's just yeah. like, okay, yeah, sorry. It's just homework. Like, I'll be back. Like, even today, I felt weird. Like, I haven't posted a workout in like three days. It doesn't feel right. And it's just, I mean, I, again, I never would have thought that I, I would be one of those people that people look to for motivation and for, you know, support. But there's definitely, I'm right now with everything that's going on in the world, just, I'm kind of seeing that is kind of the role I'm supposed to be. I am supposed to be one of those people that helps people. And that's kind of why, you know, I switched my major and I jumped to this all at the same time that I'm doing the training and all at the same time, I'm still working my crazy hours. And it's just, I just think this is how it's supposed to be. So I'm very happy where I am and I'm very happy helping other people and showing people like I'm the last person, like I had no willpower, no motivation, no energy. I was that guy where if it was fried or it had bacon on it and cheese, then that's my personality. I'm a foodie. I could, I'm just going to use that as an excuse to eat everything in sight and very much learn that. Yeah, that wasn't doing me any good. And it was anything. It was hurting me. So now I'm in a whole different space. And now I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm that douchebag that posts his workouts like every time he works out. Like if I don't post it, did I really work out? Like I'm that guy now.
0: One quick thing, talking about your workouts, you know, the Mace thing obviously is something big with you and has been successful for you. If somebody's interested in in pursuing that, how would you, what would you tell them to look for to start with and whatnot? Because like you said, you started off with Big Bertha and everything, but that may not be, ideal for the average person so how does somebody begin working out with a mace
3: well uh to you can get them on amazon pretty much i know on it uh they have theirs but you know even now it still befuddles me how hard it is to get a any kind of exercise equipment like i i had to fight just to get my um my 44 pound kettlebell and i'm still mad that they lost the other one in the mail and i'm like i still want it i know you didn't lose it you don't lose a 44 pound kettlebell but I was on the phone with them for a good hour trying to get that back. And it didn't happen. I just want two kettlebells that match. Like, is that so much? Is that <laughs> so much to ask? Like, cause my other kettlebells don't match and people would make comments on like, I don't like the orange one. Like I don't either, but this is what I have. So, <laughs> so not, and then I got like, um, like a 60 pound pancake, which is like a sandbag. So I've been having fun with that. Um, but yeah, I would say Amazon is the best way to go. That's where I keep on. Whenever I see them, I'll post it to my story and, you know, They sell out in the next day. So it's like, you know, some of these companies, if you want to sponsor me, you know, I make all your stuff sell out. So I'm just saying, you know, Um, but I would say look on Amazon for steel mace. I would say if you're going to start off with most, I would say 10 pounders for a guy. And especially if you're, you know, if you just started working, uh, even if you if you're intermediate, I would say 10 pounder because I still do workouts with my 10 pounder without without even thinking about it, because again, it seems like it's going to be light, but once you start working with it, you'll see it is, it's definitely not. Um, and then I would say on Instagram and then even on Facebook, just look up steel mace. And if you look at the steel mace hashtag steel mace flow, you'll see people post their workouts. You know, there there's, I kind of do more of a, you know, you could tell I was a gym bro where it's an actual workout. There's people that like to flow with it. And like, make it batani. And I'm like, I'm clumsy. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do deadlifts with it. You know, I'm going to do something that, you know, that's still in my blood, unfortunately, but I mean, it works for me. So I would say Instagram, um, Instagram really has helped me a lot when it comes to that. And then again, I mean, I made friends with the the little steel Maze flow people. So it's uh that's a nice community as well. Good
1: deal. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, so we always ask it, and steak cannot be the answer. So, what is your favorite keto slash
3: carnivore item to eat? Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, a ribeye is all I need to live. But, um, uh, you know, I ha- I'll, I'll say pork belly. Pork okay. belly is definitely like, I mean, I can tear that up without even. But then. I mean, I'm such a weirdo. I literally have, like whenever I get a rotisserie chicken, I save the skin and then I air fry it later and I make little chicken rinds. So it, I still don't know what to call it. Chicken rinds, chicken skins, just, I mean, I can eat that all day.
1: Okay. How
3: do you prepare your pork belly? Um, well, I've tried it pretty much every way, except I know Berto's going to get mad. I have not smoked it because I still don't have a smoker, but I have, I've grilled it. I... uh I pretty much – I usually just air fry it just because especially when it's like – when I get home from work, it's usually like 11 o'clock at night if I'm working 3 to 11. So I'll just throw it in there, crisp it up, and I'll usually just put like um, like Lori's seasoning salt on it, and then I'll usually just put hot sauce on it, and that is good to go. I'll do it with soy sauce uh, and all that. I mean there's so many different ways to do it, and it's just – it's good, and it's fatty, and it keeps my coat nice and shiny. So I am – I'm very happy with it. Uh,
1: I I love that you threw in the uh, the coat nice and shiny thing. Yes, it has lots <laughs> of collagen in which is excellent for he- hair and skin health. So it it is.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm throwing it out there like Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah there's I'm something keto. to
3: it. Yeah, I work out, but if you look at my face, I mean, it's beautiful. So, I mean, my skin like everyone, that's what makes it even funnier because when people always ask me about my skin and you know, I'm like, I eat nothing but meat. I drink nothing but bone broth. I eat the fattiest like if I can I mean, I don't think I could eat just plain cold animal fat, but I've gotten pretty pretty close to it, but I mean, what it does for your skin, I don't know if I just got lucky, but I mean it's definitely not hurting it, so I'm just saying if you want to lose weight and if you want to look pretty, eat some chicken skin, have some have some a way some to go.
2: Exactly. Absolutely high fat carnivore does wonders for the skin. And even like, you know, with my job in the summer and probably much like yourself, like I just pretty much sweating constantly. So it wouldn't be unusual for me to get, you know, like almost like little heat rashes and like little pimples on the back of my head when I, when I shaved my head and stuff. But like, man, when I just took this cut on and eliminated everything but meat, like all of that went away, like completely gone.
3: Yeah. And I mean, that's the whole thing too. Like carnivore is an elimination diet. So when you come, when it comes down to it, That's why it worked for so many people. And that's why when people are like, oh, that doesn't work for me. I was like, did you really try? Because I mean, even I way back when I don't want to say how far back when, but back when it was just low carb, like I tried it. And of course, they had like low carb bread and low carb ice cream. And that's pretty much I jumped on all that because, oh, sure, it's low carb, but I'm still eating bread and ice cream. It wasn't until I got down to the nitty gritty where it's like, no, you have to be carnivore. You have to just eat meat. That's it. Like, don't. Don't try and make it fancy. And that's when I lose. That's when I get the best results because it's just, I mean, you're putting just good stuff in your body that works for us. So, I mean, of course it's going to work. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so
1: where can people connect with you online, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, uh, give your give all the channels and, and all that?
3: Okay. Uh, Facebook. My name is just JJ Salas. If you like seeing horrible things on the internet, you can go there. My actual keto workout one uh, is my Instagram, and um, that is keto. dot Flow. P h uh, l o w. That's where I post my workouts, my keto stuff, stuff I find. There's also horrible stuff on there once in a while. I, I hide it in my stories, you know, for people that are a little squeamish. But you know, there's little little gems in there. Um,
2: and then, uh,
3: (laughs) and then my, uh, I have freak flow, the P H R I Q U E, uh, P H L O W on Facebook as well, where I post my videos. And that's kind of like my, I still don't really know if I'm ready to jump in to be like full blown trainer because I also decided, Hey, I'm also going to become a psychologist now. So, you know, I'm kind of, I kind of, I'm glad I have my client. I don't know if I could take on more. You know, with shift work and everything, but I'm just gonna go with the flow and see how this works.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. App, you know, if nothing else, you can be a great source of information, con- uh, consulting, and helping people get things started. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, the really cool, um, cool stuff for sure to be able to um, to to see you as a resource and and migrate from the meme sharing constantly hilarious clash clown cut up to an amazing resource and honestly a friend and i'm thankful for uh for you being available and and part of uh part of our lives and the in the group and everything for sure Thank okay for yeah very cool well i don't think we have any other business to attend to right Mother? i'm good okay very cool Well, at this point, we'll just go ahead and sign off for Jim Alberto and myself. Uh, Have a great week. And until next week, make sure to eat meat, lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. mansclub.com. you can also follow us on instagram at keto man's club podcast lastly if you have any comments or questions feel free to reach out via email to keto man's club podcast at gmail.com thank you again for joining us today and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week